0: Welcome to the Art Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Anitzberger. With over two decades as a seasoned artist and a decade of teaching art, I'm here to provide insights that truly matter. We'll explore refining your artistic voice, demystifying successful promotion, and overcoming internal obstacles from self-confidence, procrastination, artist block, and perfectionism. Embark on a journey into the art of cultivating a growth mindset gain insights from engaging artist interviews, and discover a treasure trove of strategies that propel your craft forward. This isn't just another casual art conversation. It's your toolkit for substantial artistic elevation. Welcome to episode one of the Art Coach Podcast. I am so excited to start doing this, and uh, I'm just really excited to expand my content beyond just the one minute TikTok and Instagram videos. And start to really dive in deeper in the ideas that I'm going over in most of my content. But in ideas that I'm really interested in. And I think that all artists should really consider when they're learning, creating, and continuing their journey. I've been teaching art for a really long time. Almost a decade. Maybe even longer now. And I've been doing art myself. Like I've been creating Professionally and before that, since I was a little kid, and then I became a professional artist when I first started selling and making, you know, a living off of my work almost two decades ago. And ever since then, it's you know, it's always been a, a learning experience because even though I've gone through different programs, like I have a bachelor's degree in fine arts from Lyme Academy in Connecticut there are still so many things that that program didn't offer me like marketing and what you do after you graduate. Like what you, other than just going on to get a master's, what are the other paths that you need to take in order to become an artist successful? And my program that I took, that I went through, it it was very structured in learning how to draw, how to paint, anatomy, perspective, very figurative school. So I was doing figure drawings for hours and hours every week. Must have clocked, you know, a thousand hours with a, a live model while I was there, maybe even more. Um, and so through that education, I was able to learn, you know, all of these things, all of these techniques that I could use in order to make the art that I really wanted to. And I was then challenged to, as well, in my senior year, to create a thesis that that was more than just, a, you know, let's say, a still life or a painting of a of a model. And so after doing that, I really realized that I had a lot to say with my art, and, and I was really connected to specific topics. And some of those topics had to do with um, our personalities and how they change within groups and how that group changes the way the dynamic of a population acts as it gets bigger. So me talking with myself or you know, in, interacting with myself in my studio – is much different than when I'm speaking to my spouse or when I'm speaking to my students, or if I'm speaking to a large crowd, or if it's a group of us, let's say at a party or at a a dinner, you know, the way in which we all interact with each other is different because we keep each other in mind. And so some of these topics were coming up in my work and I started to explore those things. And so within my own series, I started to create, you know, my own, I, I started to find my own voice through the visual languages that I was learning at the school. And these ideas started to come forward and I started to make more and more work that was about this and then how it played in a role with technology and all these things. So so as an artist, you kind of go through your, your learning process and then you end up at a certain point deciding, okay, I can now speak this language. I can now speak with my paint, with my drawing, with my sculpture, whatever it is. I've learned the medium to an extent where I'm fluent enough that I can carry on a conversation. Ever since that college experience, I've created many, many paintings for people and they are, you know, I know now that all of these paintings that I've sold, that I've been able to pay my living with, have, you know, a home somewhere where they're being cherished. And that feeling is what I'm after now. What I'm really interested in now is finding a way in which I can create art and have it be hung somewhere else than my own home. Because when I was in college, and I know a lot of my peers were doing this, is we were making paintings and then we had our studios in our apartments when we were in college and they were just littered, littered with our own art. And I still have paintings that I haven't sold and I just keep and they're just there. And it's like, yeah, I can look at them and I can be happy with what I made in the past, but the feeling of knowing that someone else out there loves it enough to hang it in their home and to see it every day they wake up, that is what I'm after now and that's what i think a lot of artists are after once they realize what it is to be a commission artist or an artist that sells their work is that even though i'm losing a part of myself and the part of something that i really love there's a there's this uh there's this loss when you sell a painting or you it moves to a different place and you don't get to see it anymore it's not, no longer yours there's also a lot gained from it and i think that that gain is a lot larger than uh, any loss that it might be and so i've gone through you know the college program, and then figuring out how to create a business, using social media to market it, using Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of these things to market it, creating content. And throughout all that journey, I've been teaching as well. And teaching has been a huge passion of mine as well, because when I'm able to talk about these things, I really get inspired in seeing somebody else go from not knowing something to now understanding it. And seeing the, the light flicker in their brain and seeing their you know, them transition into a state of knowledge is very fulfilling to me. And so creating the art coach as, you know, let's say a brand or creating the art coach as a source of education for people has been really fulfilling to me. And it's something that I love doing. And now I get to speak to artists around the world, right? I'm working with people in Japan, Spain, Germany, all over the United States uh, there's people from South Africa reaching out to me. There's people from, um, Turkey reaching out to me. And so it's, it's like this, this social media thing has become a tool, uh, for leverage for me to be able to reach out to these brilliant artists out there and then even help them too. Uh, I've become some kind of authority on certain topics within the art realm, and they're topics that are true to me. And that's what I've instilled in everything that I create, is that I try to be as honest as humanly possible in everything that I say, in all of the content that I make. I I try my best to not ever say something to please someone else or to, you know, upset somebody else. The intention must always be that I believe it's true. And whenever I speak from honesty, that's when my content does the best. And that's when I you know, have the most engagement or I have people reaching out to me from these different locations on the planet. And that's what it's really about is, is finding that authenticity, because when you find the authenticity, you tend to just end up avoiding all of the competition that might be out there because there is a lot of out there, a lot of competition out there for people who are educating in the art world. There are plenty of people who have courses, YouTube channels. You know, how to do this, how to draw that, how to paint, how to, you know, everything. You could find it all. But somehow my content has reached people. And since I'm doing it my way and I'm doing it in the way that I feel is the most honest to me, it reaches people that also feel that way. And as long as that authenticity resonates with other people, I'll never stop doing this. And I hope that all of you come along with, with me on the journey. And so I'll plug it right now, right? If you're listening to this and that made a lot of sense hit that subscribe button and hit that little bell button so that you can hear every time I post a new podcast episode. And if you're not following me on Instagram or TikTok, it's the art coach, right? Just find me. If you want to reach out to me, hit me up. Let's, you know, let's talk. I love talking to the other artists and in the future on this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing artists. So if you're an artist out there that, you know, wants to get some ideas out, let's talk and let's see if there's something that we can relate on and we can create an episode for this podcast. And then, you know, we can, we can start to collaborate together. Um, but in either case, the mission that I have here really as the art coach and as being an educator in the art world is to not only teach techniques and teach, you know, how to draw, how to paint, all of those things, which are very necessary in being an artist. But there's an, a mindset aspect to this whole thing and the mindset aspect and the the issues that artists face are often much more metaphysical, let's say, than how do I paint this eyeball or how do I paint this landscape? It has to do with overcoming the, the obstacles that we put in front of ourselves through our own mind or through the thoughts of others or through our thoughts of what others might think. And it's like all of these things create a cage around us as an artist and artists should be cageless. We should be without walls, without uh, any, any confined of any kind and we should be able to create as messily or as beautifully as we want. And as long as we thread that with an honest voice, you know, that'll essentially create an authenticity for each artist. And so what I talk about here as the art coach is more than, like I said, just learning how to do something. I want you all to understand what it means to have a visual language, have an artistic voice, how to overcome self-confidence issues, Self doubt, having bad self talk where you tell yourself you're not good enough, things like that, procrastination, perfectionism, um, so many things that that we that we hold ourselves back on through our state of mind, and if we can alter our state of mind through practices, through physical practices, through mental practices, through journaling, through drawing and painting more and in different ways, through Art projects that relate to us and relate within the issues that we're dealing with within our life, we can then use that to exfoliate out, right? Pull out of us a potential and a, an unmanifest reality that is actually true to who we are. And so through these conversations, I hope that somebody out there relates to it and then sees that what I'm talking about is more than just how to do something. It has to do with how to overcome the things that we struggle with and then filter that and allow that to be a conduit into our art so that our art is closer in relationship to who we are and how our, how that art can then be authentic when it's being viewed by others. And so the artistic aspirations of anybody who views this should be to be as truthful, honest, authentic, and create as much work as you really possibly can and so if you're doing this as a hobby and you want to just learn more about art and learn how art can be a form of therapy and things like that this is for you as well if you're an artist that wants to become a professional and make money off of your art this this podcast is going to be for you it's literally for any artist that wants to understand more about the art world and so There's no real limits to what you can learn from this podcast. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you don't have to be some professional artist who has a million followers to get anything out of this. It's going to be, uh, consumable content where all of you out there listening, hopefully if you are there, um, you can be engaged in a conversation that is about our life and how our life becomes a conduit for our art and our art is our goal. And as an artist, no matter if it's a hobby or if it's a profession, that thread of desire that leads us to create is the thing that makes us unique. Our desire to create is what makes us unique. Whenever any artist out there, I am sure, I am 100% positive you have heard this sentence before. You tell somebody you're an artist, you show them what you make, and they say, oh my God, you're so gifted. You're so brilliant. You're so good. How did you do that? You're, that's a gift from God, right? You hear all of these things, right? Your aunt tells you that or somebody you meet or, you know, at work, whatever it is. I I know that you've heard that out there. Um, and here's the thing. It's not about how you learn the techniques to make a picture really nice and beautiful, the composition, the colors, all that. It's the fact that you had the desire to create it. Without that desire, none of it happens. As an artist... First comes the desire to create, then comes the motivation to take action, and then you move your tools in a specific manner in order to create the thing that you've been aiming to create, the thing that you think should be created. And as long as you're creating the thing that you think should be created, you are aligned with your authentic artistic voice. right? And so if you thread that desire of wanting to create something in with the practical how to's, you create a visual language of your own. And that's what's really important is the desire. And on this podcast, in the future episodes, you're going to find out ways that you can unlock that desire at a further scale, because the artists out there that are that are mega successful, let's say their level of desire to create is exponentially higher than somebody who, you know, just does it on the weekend. If you're goal is to be able to travel the world based off off of your income from your art or to have enough money to pay your your mortgage and your bills and have plenty of extra to do whatever you'd like, you have to be extremely motivated through your desire and your alignment with that goal. And so the thread of desire is the thing that you really need to focus in on and hone in on. And hopefully through these episodes that you're going to continue to listen to, I hope, uh, you'll learn how to better harness that desire and then how to create something from that desire. You, you turn the desire into motivation, the motivation into action, and then the action creates what you think should be created. Through all that, right, You're what you're doing is unlocking your artistic potential because the potential is within you to create it. You know how to do it. You know how to draw. You know how to paint. You know how to, right, you know how to make. At least you know how to do it in the way that you do Eventually you might learn how to say it in a different way or do it in a different way or learn new techniques. But in the the mode that you're in now, the level that you're at now, you have a certain level of skill. You can create what you want. And so the, the goal here at with the Art Coach Podcast is to help bring out the potential that's actually locked inside of you, to help you harness that potential and then use it to be more productive and to create more. Because the more that we create, the closer we get to the thing that we're supposed to create, right? I can draw a million eyes in a sketchbook over and over, but eventually I'll run out of the desire to draw that eyeball, right? I'll wanna draw something else. And so if I continue to create, eventually I'll find the thing that I'm supposed to create and I'll feel as though I'm in the right place at the right time creating the right thing. And when you find that, the feeling of being exactly in that moment is pure bliss. You're in a flow state creating. You know the work that you're doing is completely resonant and true to who you are. And the people who see it react in the same way. They see the authenticity and everything in your life ends up being very aligned. And when that alignment happens, essentially the potential for you is limitless. You can literally reach whatever your goal you'd like as long as you feel as though you're on that track. The potential really is uh, this thing that's inside of you, it's like it's locked. And then your tools have a potential as well. And if you've listened to some of my social media content, I've talked about this before and how your tools have a locked potential within them. And that potential is kind of framed within what that tool can do, right? A hammer can drive a nail. A screwdriver can screw, a, you know, screw into a wall. A paintbrush can leave a paint mark, paint stroke. The tools are limited, but your interaction with them is what exponentially grows their potential to create. So the tool on its own actually does nothing because all it does is there. But the tool on its own, plus your holding it and using it, extracts a multi-level potential within that tool and within yourself. So the tool... And artist relationship is actually a very synergistic one where the tool allows you to create, and then you allow the tool to create, right? There's a relationship with our tools and that's extremely important to understand as well. And through the education and life that I've gone through to get to where I am now, I honestly can say that the only way that I've gotten here and the only steps that have gotten me closer to this have been through being honest and have been in moments when I know that I'm going towards the thing that I want the most by either sacrificing away the things I know I don't need anymore, or just really focusing in on where I'm going, where I've been and how I'm going to get to where I want to go, right? Creating a map of our reality. That's kind of what I'm doing, you know, in a very long winded nutshell. (laughs) Uh, I, I've, been doing this for a long time. I've spoken to galleries, I've been in galleries, I've sold artwork to people all over the all over the place, right? I have paintings in Australia, in Europe, in Africa, I have paintings in South America, I have paintings in Canada, all over the United States and education is also this thing that I'm really attached to, right? I really want to help other people understand and what it understand and know what it feels like to have your paintings hung up in other people's uh, houses, in other people's galleries. And and the feeling of having a connection between uh, artist and viewer and having a relationship between artist and viewer. And that that whole thing is just very, it's very sacred in a way for me. And um, you know, I just, I really hope that people uh, resonate with this and I hope that through whatever I say, something is unlocked or there's a clicking of some kind of mechanism in your brain that allows you to realize that this is it. If you've chosen yourself as an artist, at one point you said, I'm an artist, right? Not only were you just drawing and, and doodling and painting and stuff in your free time, but if at one point you said to yourself, I'm an artist, I'm a creator, I create things, then then what I, what I want to do is help you Unlock that to its truest potential, to its 10x potential, to its 100x potential. I want to be the person who allows you to find a way in which you can bring that forward in the most true and honest way imaginable. And if if that is something that you want, keep following this podcast. Keep listening because we are in this game, right? That's it. We are artists and we have chosen to be artists. And if we've chosen that for ourselves, it's a self-selected decision, self-selected calling, self-selected destiny, self-selected life, then our truest goal should be to the craft and to the creation of as much work as we possibly can. And when we don't fulfill that potential, we really are kind of cheating ourselves and cheating the craft because this craft is is not for everybody. And if if you've chosen it for yourself, then you need to be ready to commit. Of course it has different levels of, you know, meaning to different people. If you have a family and you have obligations, obviously I'm not saying to, you know, screw you kid, I'm gonna go paint. You gotta do your obligations. You have to fill your responsibilities in all the ways that you can. That's part of being an artist as well. But if your goal is to be the artist that you've always dreamed of and to be better in your, your craft and to be, you know, renowned or to, fill galleries or to sell paintings or to whatever it is your self-defined goal you got to go all in in the moments that you, you're not fulfilling those responsibilities you need to be spending time on your craft you need to be spending time on your your paintings because i mean think about it this way let's just say if john lennon lived for one more year and he was able to make two more albums like what what kind of impact that would have had if he hadn't died at that tragic day when when he was shot right your limited number of paintings are locked inside of you, and you will have a day where your last painting is painted or your last sculpture is sculpted. And in order for you to get as many of those ideas out into the world, you need to be committed to your craft. And so that's what I want to push. I'm not, I don't want to, I mean, you know, I'm not a drill sergeant. I'm not going to tell you that this is it or you, or you're, you're a failure. No, it's a different leveling, varying spectrum of, of ethics to your craft. And that code of ethics and that, that, that rule that you use for yourself is what you can do, and that's what it should be. As long as you know that you're putting your best in, that's what I want. That's what the art coach is about. It's about putting your best foot forward into the craft that you've decided for yourself and the goals that you have in orientation with your vision and your overall mission for success. Now, I really hope that this episode resonated with somebody out there. I kind of, you know, I honestly, I I didn't create very much of an outline for this. I kind of just went off and I let the ideas flow out of me because I wanted it to be as authentic as possible. And I wanted to just speak from the heart. So if this episode made sense to you, you know, like I said, please share it with another artist and tell other people that are in your art circles like, hey, there's this new art podcast, you know. I'm going to be sending out episodes very often, like I'm very dedicated to creating this content for you all and just hit that subscribe button. And what's really helpful too is clicking that review button. If you can leave a short review or a long one, whatever you want, just saying that you're into it. And I would, you know, I would really appreciate that because the reviews actually do a lot in in rating this podcast and getting it seen by more people. So help it grow, um, help other artists grow because the more that this reaches, right, the the more we can crank this lever of knowledge to other people, the more impact we can all make together. So I call on you to share this with somebody else if you can. Anyways, this is episode one. I'm really happy that you're all here. I'm really happy that you're listening, and I'm going to keep making these. And even if you don't listen, I'm going to still make them because I need to get this information out. I know that, it, that it's helpful, and I know that uh, somebody out there can use it. So signing off, go out there and today and create something. Every day that you can, create something. Create, create, create.